That was probably one of the hottest tracks we've ever put out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to point out. Go ahead. What, what, that if you haven't listened to our Trick or Treat episode, shame on you if you haven't. But he's saying. What, wait, will you have I, an issue with this song? There's something he's, that he's, could be misconstrued. He's saying wine power. <laughs> he's not saying white power. I just want to <laughs> let everybody know that. We didn't go right wing on you guys. <laughs> Weinbauer. Even though that is the fashion nowadays in America is go full right wing, we're not doing it. No. Even our good buddy. We're very happy here. We're gleeful. We're gay as all hell. We're very happy. We had a great dinner with some old friends. We got to reminisce. We had the whole gang. You've all heard them before on this show. Yeah. And it was, it was wonderful. It was great to the get The only way we can together. get them in a room with us now. They yeah. won't come to our show anymore, but... We have this delightful little restaurant. We call it East Bay Rays. It's wonderful. There's just Dead Kennedys playing in the whole time. Uh, holiday in Cambodia, mostly. Happy holiday in Cambodia, by Happy the way. Happy holiday. It's, you're right. It's the holiday season. How I, I remember when it was called Christmas in Cambodia, but I, fucking, you know... Evangela Bafra is like, well, guys, come on. You Evangela, gotta Evangelical Bafra? Evangelical Bafra. Did I get that name completely wrong? I don't know what you said. All I know is, Murray, this is great week. We're so excited. Let me tell it's you. It's a great song, by the way. I want to get back to the song because oh. I hope you guys enjoy it because they really got their money worth in this movie from that song. This song is played at least 20 to 30 times yeah. in this, and indiscriminately. Just thrown in there. It's not, yeah. There's no setup. It's just like someone's just having a, like a, a meal together, and they start playing White Fire. Yeah, well, I I was actually contacted by the director, and he said, if you're going to do a Golden Globus Theater episode about this movie, I am going to have to take my own executive producer privileges over it. So, guys, I got to warn you, if you hear that song or pieces of that song thrown in throughout the movie, that was the... Weinbauer, by the way. Weinbauer, he was very insistent on that. It's all him. It's not me. Was that the director's name, Weinbauer? 
That yeah. makes sense that he would put his name it's in the It's Tyler song. Weinbauer. I also, did you notice that on the, in the opening credits where they say, like, the directed by, adapted, it was, he didn't write it, he adapted it. Oh. He actually, instead of just having it printed out, he had his fucking signature. Like I on, did. No, I <laughs> noticed the fuck out of it. Oh, and my God. It was God. As, almost as obnoxious as Donald Trump's signignature. It was, Before, like, huge. Murray, Murray, let's not go down the obnoxious train yet. Okay. okay? Well, we got a lot of obnoxious God, tonight. I, I, I didn't want to spill the beans yet, but no, we got gleeful things. To, I mean, this movie, full of nudity. Love that. That, that was my favorite part of the movie. Yes. We've also got a giant-ass diamond that also burns flesh. Like, Indiana Jones couldn't even touch this level of shit. Yeah, well, it's white fire. That's why it's, it's called white fire. It, it's exactly what... It's not, it's not an burns. anti-Semitic thing. It's, it's supposed mm. to be a precious gem. It might be anti-Semitic. It, it, I think... The, did, the Jew, did the Jews only get burned by the diamond? I don't know. I didn't Dude, check. It, it might be... <laughs> The two people who touch it might have been Jewish. Anyways, we got Fred Williamson. Sounds good. Oh, four-time Pro Bowler. Fred Williamson's in this movie. We've got a chainsaw fight, which is always fun to see. Bar fights, of course, always fun to see. An evil fucking scientist. I am so... We didn't even... I didn't even bring up the fact that there's fucking spacesuits in this movie for no fucking reason. Yeah, that was weird. But it was cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he dressed for the job he wanted. <laughs> he wanted yeah, to be in Moonraker. He Moon wanted Riker. to be a spaceship pilot. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. I can't Murray, fault him that. I want you to keep this happy hype train going, though, because you have some happy news. Yeah, it's been a banner week for Golan Globus Theater. I mean, first off, I'm as far as I'm concerned, this is my last episode because there's no way I can get higher than what we achieved yeah. Today. If you've followed us from the beginning, you got to know that even though it's not a Golden Globus movie, the the reason this podcast exists is because of one special movie that bonded me and Griff, solidified our friendship. Absolutely. Quite frankly, it's I don't know about you, but it's my favorite good bad movie of all time. I I I I don't know how I would compete with that. We're talking about Samurai Cop. Okay, great movie, but this is where it gets good, people. I, you know, I'm a man of many talents. We all know that. You, I, I have at least 20 I show every time, every week we do this podcast. But I can do a little bit of the arts and crafts. So for Griff, for Christmas, I made him a couple of, uh, carved him a couple of yeah. Christmas ornaments. You've done several for me. I got these back just a couple years, and I keep them up all the time in my closet for you. And Yeah, where everyone, no one can see them, except for the, the people you, well, prostitutes you torture let, and throw let, in let's your Let's see, how many people come over? You. That's true. <laughs> I made one of, of course, the man himself, Samurai Cop, Matt Hannon. Yes. And of, the second man, Robert Zadar, the oh, villain, Yamashita. Oh, Theater favorite, Robert And I, I got to toot my own horn. They're amazing. They are and really. And so I had to let everybody know. And so I put it up, and I tagged Matt Hans. Matt Hans too busy to, like, look for this shit. So I had to tag him. I wanted him to see them. I'm proud of them. Well, he's not so vain that he goes out and looks for all the tags on, you know. No, no, he's not at all. Yeah. And it, it was funny because... <laughs> He has zero. He he's got like seven hundred followers. He follows nobody, nobody, not yeah. even his own children. He does not follow. So I thought I thought that was kind of funny, but he like almost like immediately got back to me and was like, 
wow, those are those are pretty unique. Yeah. I dig them. Merry Christmas. And then, of course, he had to tell me what I got wrong because he's, right. he's, he's a, he's, he's, God, I can't, I mean, I had to, I had to take my, like, you know, my whipping like a, like a man because I, he was right. First of all, I got his eyes wrong. I gave him baby blues on the, the ornament. <laughs> he didn't mention the eyes very specifically. Yeah. He's like, why does everyone think I have blue eyes? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm a swarthy Greek. I have brown eyes. Yeah. And, but he, he but that, that, that's the thing though. We got, we got recognition finally. Yeah. And that feels good because so many of the people we love are dead. First of all, Griff. it's true, you know. And like, I, I doubt Shokazuki's on fucking you know Twitter. So <laughs> this is the best it can be. So I, I think that's great. I'm happy that we we got acknowledged by the man himself, Dude. Matt Hannon, because he doesn't do that a lot. Yeah, I'm fucking thrilled about it. Like it, it's it's amazing, and it's common people. I we're I think right now we're aiming for a hundredth episode to be Samurai Cop. Yeah, I, I don't know because I checked and it's around our birthday. Are you gonna be out of town? No, time? I'm actually gonna be in town this year, which I'm trying to cope with. But uh, okay, no, so, I think we can work something so out for that. So look for that in March. Yeah. Also, Griff, you know if I've learned anything from reality shows like your American Idols and your Voices and all these competition shows, is, Griff, it's not about and then what we do. Creatives is what we we call ourselves. It's not about fame. It's not about fortune, Griff. It's about inspiring people. Yeah, okay. Everybody who competes on American Idol is like, I don't care about being famous. I just want to inspire people. And that's what that's what we do here because Lord knows we're not making any money off of this. And I'm happy to I'm proud to say we actually inspired one of our listeners to do start his own action movie podcast. Good. Name's Gavin. Nice. I think I believe he was the one that recommended Martial Law Two, which is the movie we covered a couple weeks ago. Our Listener Choice Award. Did he also recommend uh, Unbreakable? Undefeatable. Undefeatable. No, but okay. he is a big Cynthia Rothrock fan. Okay. And so I thought that was really cool. I mean, I'm like, I mean, we weren't he we weren't just the only one. There were some other ones he like tagged in there. No, no, but no, sure. we're the best. And so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got any um, words of advice or something that we've learned, tips that we've learned to like, give him in his endeavor? Dude, it just, it, 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 as we know from our 80 plus episode or 75 plus episodes. No, episode, it's like 85 now. We're like at that. 85, 80 like plus that. episodes, man. It just comes in time. You just got to let it, you got to let it flow. You got to, you got to listen to it, Murray. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Try to grow on it. But yeah, for the most part, just have fun. Make sure it con- like me and Murray do not stress about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, we I, goof on it all the time. If I had to give you any advice, I would say one: be consistent. Like, yeah, like you don't have to do it every week, but you want to do it at a set set time. Everyone knows when to hear it. You know, you don't want to just put it out a week and then three weeks put another one out. Yeah, two. Have fun. If if you start stressing out on this, yeah, just quit. If me and Murray ever sound like we're not having fun, that that is uh, us not enjoying a movie thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, if you're like, God, I don't want to do this, then yeah. don't. Just cut it out because you're not not every, like for every red letter media, there's a million of us. Like you're yeah. not gonna like you, nobody's HBO's not gonna option your podcast and make it into a TV show. No. So I just have a good time. I want, I'm going to give him a shout. I believe it's called Martial Arts Mania is his okay. podcast. So check that out after you check out ours. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I hope I wish you well, Gavin, in your endeavor. I I don't wish you much too much success because because then you're going to be competition and I'm going to have to crush you. <laughs> so I wish you a moderate level of success. Well, Murray, as we both know, we're undefeatable. We're like like uh, <laughs> they like uh, Swan said in the Warriors, we're the best. I mean, we're not the most popular, but we're <laughs> we are the, the best action movie podcast uh, yeah. in the world. You'll have to confirm that name for me because I'll definitely listen in. Martial Art Mania, I believe that what it is. Okay. And if I'm wrong, then reach me on Twitter and we'll figure it out. So I just want to get that up. So good luck with that, buddy. On to... We got to go on to the whores that are about to happen The to whores, us. yes. We like, we got all that positive shit out of the way. Yeah. Let's get some fucking bullshit. And when I, when I see bullshit, of course, I, I mean... Robert Ginty. So, Murray, you're, you're getting the vibe from the people. Ginty is m- over or not? There's a couple holdouts. I don't know what's wrong with them. Okay. I think I think they're more of Exterminator fans. Okay. But we're going to turn them into Ginty haters because after this movie. because can, this. Can I, can I build up how much bad shit's in this movie? Do we want to give it away? Well, we already gave it away last week. <laughs> no, we, we well, we toyed with it. We didn't get full out with it. All right, you just go you do it. I'll do a couple. Okay. And you tell me when to stop. Okay. We got Gint- I, I wish you could just stop talking about Ginty right now. Yeah, I know, right? But we must the show must go on. I, I've watched this movie three times in the last week, so we're doing it. We've got Ginty groping an unconscious woman, being caught, and then telling them, Don't worry, it's just for fun. It's okay. pretty terrible. Well, we got, before me too, it's pretty terrible. We a, got him okay. hiring hiring a prostitute on the docks. Okay. Checking out his own sister. She's nude, by the way. Yeah. Still not not enough for you yet. No, it's you got you. You said Ginty. You got me. Well, I like, told you told you much. to tell me when to stop. Well, so. you, can, you can stop right now. Stop right now because I'm getting angry right now. Yeah. I, all that positive vibes went out the window. I'm just thinking about and to to make it worse. Ginty, like, he's awful enough as it is. He looks like the human version of Droopy the dog, the cartoon character. Absolutely. And he's like, you know what'll make me even douchier? A Larry Bird mustache. Yeah. So he grows a mustache, and of course, you, if you've listened to every episode, you know how I feel about Larry Bird. I despise Larry Bird and the Boston yeah. Celtics. Again, we're from Detroit. Murray, especially from the yeah, Bad this Boys is the, era. The, the, the team of my youth, my favorite sports team He's of all He's a Pontiac time. boy, too. Yes. I remember going to the Pontiac Silver and watching those games. So, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it burns me up even more. So I'm, I'm getting visions of fucking Bird making that steal on Isaiah in game six. I'm fucking furious. Dude, that's the most disgust. Like... I'm sorry, I don't mean to sidetrack this, but there is that wonderful documentary, 30 for 30, about yeah. the Bad Boys I Pistons. recently purchased it on DVD, because I had to have it in my collection. Everything is great about it, but there's one thing we both would change. What is it? Oh, well, I, I don't know. What are you Kid doing? Rock narration. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, free, I pushed that out of my... I pushed that out of my memory bank. The Kid Rock narration, like, Yeah, me. I mean, I could have dealt with, like, Eminem... Jack White, even, but yeah. Kid Rock is just such a douchebag. It, yeah. it it sucks, but at the same time, I still enjoy it because it's a it's just a cool story. It, this, yeah, even like Griff's not even a basketball fan, but he enjoyed. It. So I wouldn't recommend you yeah. check it. The thirty for thirty on the Bad Boys. Check it out. I don't know why we got off on this. Dude, we got way off topic. But let's get back. We're gonna we're just gonna go right into go, the movie. Go so I'm yep. gonna go to our. I'm gonna throw to our our uh, trailer, 
So it's forty seconds long. <laughs> well, then I'm going to make this forty seconds long. You might not be getting a white Christmas this year, people, but one thing you definitely ain't get is some white fire. When Robert Eaton, star of The Exterminator, and Fred Johnson from the Bronx Warriors meet head-on in their quest for the fabulous 200-carat diamond white fire, the screen erupts in high-powered violence. But other corrupt forces also want the priceless gem, resulting in an onslaught of brute forces and ruthless conflict. Suspense and action are interwoven into a web of bloodletting adventure. White fire, a total screen detonation. All right, hot trailer, hot fire. Hot as fire. And let's get into the worst opening sequence. The coldest opening I've ever seen in my life. I swear they rubbed Icy Hot over the lens because it's blur. This whole movie, Murray, is blurry as all fuck. Yeah, and I got, I got, you know, I got, I got on the laser disc. Even the laser disc is blurry. That's fuck. You see, the thing is, they they filmed in the hot Istanbul summer. It's, so it's pronounced Istanbul. Is it? Well, according to that, <laughs> according to our movie, because they spelled Istanbul with an M. So they, they, I, I believe they just rubbed uh, sunscreen all over that lens. And I think it was, I think it was peck jelly. Oh, it was peck jelly. It's used for, you can, it's like WD forty. You can use it for everything. And as we'll, as we'll learn later on in the movie. So, Murray, the first eight minutes we get of this movie is just this horrible, out of audio sync opening scene of children. in slow motion, in slow, in very slow motion. Two children running away, and mother and, father. and uh, a mother and father running away. I think they're trying to escape Parmistan. I think so. Because they don't want their kids to grow up and be Wait, forced to be in the, in the game. In the Jim Cotta games. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think because they're escaping from someone. I assume it's Parmistan. And you knew both Maybe. those kids weren't going to do anything on the fucking pummel horse. No, so it's like, no. get them the fuck well, out we, of here. As we learn, as they're adults, they're inept. I mean, yeah. Ingrid's kind of a badass. <laughs> Ingrid's kind of all right, but she's just got a low talent pool to work with. She's got something to work with. She's we'll got talk sand. about that later. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Hey, I'm not her brother. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they're like running. The father like is like uh, run off, make up, meet up with the Americans. Apparently, they made some deal with the Americans mm-hmm. to get them out of. We're assuming Parmistan. Okay. Because Parmistan was part of the Soviet Union in the 80s. I got I got to tell you, after the first time I watched this, like a month and a half ago when you told me to watch it, yeah. now I skip through this part. Yeah, you, I don't blame you. It's terrible. Well, it one part is great because Dad gets burned to a crisp with a flamethrower. <laughs> That's thrower. right. He's like trying to start the car, yeah. but it's one of those Jeeps where it's like, Completely exposed, so right. it's like he's got no cover. Before then, he's total ninja mode. He's killing people left and right. Yeah. And then this guy is like, I got a flamethrower. What the fuck? <laughs> and he just sets dad on fire. Yeah, he's the a one, white fire. He's the one. And he was wearing white. He so was, it's, it's a white fire. It's a white fire. You got to be looking like a lot like a so, white but fire. But mom and the kids get away to the beach. That's where they're going to meet the Americans. We yeah. said, Well, his, his sacrifice wasn't in vain. But was it? Because they're, and you love everyone's just like mildly jogging, like they're not even trying. Like they're running for their lives, and they're just kind of doing a little jog. Dude, they're in full like winter gear. They're not even breaking a sweat, despite the fact that 
they're, they're supposed pacing to be running themselves. for the light. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they are. And so is the guy following them. He has a gun. He can just shoot him. And he no. figures that out eventually. He's like, wait, I got a gun. Yeah. And he's like, I'm standing my ground. And then he just shoots mom in the back. <laughs> that, guys, uh, he we, shoots we, mom in the back and then throws a gun by her hand we, and goes, she was going to shoot shooting at me. We have a lot of uh, non-American listeners. That's how stand your gun works. You yell, I'm standing my ground. You look around and then you shoot as many times yeah. as you want. If it's in the back, hey, who cares? Doesn't matter if you blew their head off the first time. You take as many shots as you want as long as you announce, I'm standing my own ground. And the kids, they turn around, Mama, and they're—I mean, and they're, they're, they're in shock. Oh, and, they know the courts can't do anything about it because right. he's standing his own ground. You're right, and so they're waiting to get their themselves shot. Yeah, he's, he's, they're, he's, they're standing in his ground apparently. Well, and just as they're the guy's about to kill him because he's he's bloodthirsty. Huh? It happens. You get a gun, you just for the fill the power. Yeah, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Wait, and, what was that guy? No, that was Robert uh, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Yeah, he's going all ape shit now. He's trying to sue the yeah, family he, of a kid he killed. Yeah, he's an asshole. And That's so. Uh, I killed a kid. I'm going to sue his family. So, yeah. Just um, as he's about to kill the kids, fucking our man Sam jumps out of nowhere, puts a guy in a fucking chokehold, snaps his neck. Oh, my God. Throws I, him. I could have swore David Bradley snapped his neck. No, well, maybe that. Maybe David probably looks like that now. I don't know. Maybe, and <laughs> he probably does. And then he, he's like, he turns out these are the Americans that were going to rescue them, and he's like, "There's nothing we can do for your mom." So they kind of like he kind of kicks the mom into the into the water, yeah. like they're on a beach, <laughs> and he just goes, "Don't look away, kids." And he's like, "Let's go." As he's kicking her into the beach, they're rolling the credits. They got this soft music playing. For the first time, it's not our white fire theme. It's more of like a little. There is a kind nice of a love song too in this movie. Yeah, that's yeah. Annoyingly put in. <laughs> We're not gonna. It almost made you throw that. up a little bit there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this love <laughs> song. Well, when we get into what kind of love we're talking about, you're gonna throw <laughs> up too. This but, is yeah. uh, very much a, so. Just as that, we get the great, like you said, we get the credits, we get that beautiful signature of the director, he <laughs> had to show off his signature. It's beautiful. And then we're just immediately into that great song, White Fire. It sounds White like fire. sounds like a Sticks B-side, you know, the band Sticks. And <laughs> wait, wait, what other Sticks? <laughs> the River. Oh, okay. And so uh, we see it's Istanbul, Turkey, 20 years later. Fucking Turkey! Are you kidding me, Erdogan? We got this bullshit happening back in these movies too. They're in the, they're in the process of invading something. I oh. forget Syria. Is that what they're invading? Yeah, yeah. Syria. They're doing that in, right in this movie's happening. And we see Ingrid. She grew up to a beautiful woman. Oh my god, a beautiful woman who loves jumpsuits. Jump. She loves jumpsuits. So she's got a nice. Blue jumpsuit. I'm talking ocean blue. She's got like a little gradient effect going on, so it's kind of got a lighter blue to a darker blue. White high heels, beautiful hair going on. And then, of course, Japanese sun art going on. on yeah, it was the 80s. Piece. We we fell in love yeah. with the house. The, She's the, got the it flags, like patched on. The rising sun flag. I, we I, love it. I'm kind of surprised that they, her work was like, yeah, come on in. I, that was her uniform, I thought. But, Mert, okay. I, how do I address this? Based on the whole theory of, like, dress for the job you want, what job does she want? <laughs> well, I don't I think everybody wants to be on Star Trek because, okay, she works at a mine, a diamond mine. And, but she's, like, she's she's not a miner. She's, like, she's like a file clerk or some shit. 
Secretary of the Minister? Secretary of the Ministry of the Interior. <laughs> and so they, they, there's like this James Bond lair, like underground. Yeah, it, it like... I didn't know mining was so super serious. This is seriously well, yeah, do- diamonds. This, yeah, this is Doctor Evil level of like mining. Right. It looks like a, a bad sci-fi movie. Yeah, and it's like everything's like silver and shit, and the doors open like Star Trek doors. Doors. <laughs> yeah, they've got tables that are translucent. They have like the black uh, perimeters for like where you can walk on the floor and stuff. Right. And as Ingrid walks in. You see this man being uh, ushered across by some strong-armed guards, and then Ingrid looks in. They have a little well, pe- no, no. First, he's put into like a Star Trek scanner, and it goes like it goes up and down oh, his body. Is that okay? Yeah, and then they realize he's got something. On oh, it him. pings like a metal yeah, detector, right? And then they grab him, they take him off to a room, and, and then yeah, Ingrid's and then Ingrid, just she like she knows yeah. that this is the this is part of the job. She, she gets in there because it's it detects diamonds apparently. Again, this is like a peep window she has though. Well, no, she gets scanned too. She gets scanned, so we learn that this is part of the job. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She walks in, she has to get yeah. scanned too. Yeah, and yeah. then we see they take the guy out of the room, they put him in another room. Okay, this is what I'm getting. at. Yes, because for some reason. This guy is going into enhanced interrogation room, and it's mostly just like it's a this... nice way of saying torture. Yes, yes, torture chamber. Well, that's what we call it, enhanced interrogation. Yeah. Um, but he's basically going to be tickled for a little while, and Ingrid watches that, and she's like, "Oh, it's so funny when yeah, they do this." They, for, I guess this is like to keep everybody on the straight and narrow. You got a little people. Maybe it's. It's like two birds in one stone. Like, well, we can torture people and we can get, make money off people who like to jerk off to this kind of stuff. So we'll put a little that, peephole in here. I was wondering what was going on. Maybe with it was that. a glory hole. I don't because know. Because you don't see Ingrid's eyes behind that. You see somebody else and you hear a very <sighs> heavy breathing. Oh, yeah, tickle him good. I bet he's got diamonds in those pockets. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. Diamonds in pockets? Murray, what are we getting at here? This guy's a thief. What are you talking about? Well, it's a diamond mine. It's a diamond mine? And he shoved a diamond up his ass, apparently, and it got detected. And now they're pulling it out. Oh, my God. And they're beating the shit out of him. And so we learned that this is some, there's some high-tech security going on here. Because, guys, she, Ingrid's just not a worker. She's part of a heist, okay? Yeah. She has something worked out. She meets her boss, Olaf. I never knew what the guy's name was through the whole movie. Apparently, it's Olaf. It's Olaf. He looks to me. He looks like Bill Medley from the Righteous Brothers, and he's he's wearing like a Star Trek bright red jumpsuit, and he's got like a little weightlifters belt. Yeah, he's got a weightlifter. It's black with silver trim, yes. silver sparkly trim. He wants to be a superhero, apparently. If you but, say you dress for the job you want to have, exactly. That's why that's a big point of this movie: dress for the job you want to have. So he's got the weightlifters belt, but then he's also that explains got the, why De- Ginty only wears denim all yeah. the time. But then he's also got the gun holster. With he has the a li- same it looks like trim. a little cowboy. It looks like that guy. Who is that child molester guy that's running for office? That oh had my the god, Roy head. Moore. Yeah, Roy Moore. It's just like this it, little kid, like cap no. gun, like holster. This guy is Roy Moore. If you want to know about Southern politics, <laughs> look at this guy and just be like, Americans try to elect this guy to be a senator, and he almost won. Yeah, That's you, how crazy our even, our country's gotten that a child molester. People are so scared of socialized medicine. Yeah. they almost voted for child molester. Yes, yes. Even after the whole thing came out. Yes. But anyway, we, we digress. And he also has he's wearing some big moon boots too. Oh my god, those moon same black boots, 
Silver trim. Right. Sparkly. Wonderful. Takes her into his. He's like, Ingrid, can you come here in my office? Yeah. And then we learn that he's in on the heist, too. It's an inside job. That, okay, that's what we learned here? Yes. So what? But this is the plan. She gets scans. Obviously, she's innocent. So he's like, all right, I'm going to put the diamonds in your purse. You go out, conveniently leave your purse. And then, so she gets scanned again. Shit, man. That's, I love that. Was her, that was her day's job. She comes in, gets scanned. Talks to her boss no, no, for no, no, two no. minutes. That wasn't her day's job. She's going on lunch. Okay. She's going on a picnic lunch. But okay. she just got there. She just got to work. She and did she's just lunch. get there. She gets there. She talks to Olaf. <laughs> Apparently, he slipped. I didn't notice that he slipped diamonds yes, into there. Yes, yes. He's in on it. So what happens is he goes, hey, Ingrid, you left your purse. And after, yeah. after she gets scanned. Yeah. So then he hands her the purse with diamonds Holy in fuck. Oh, my God. Because... Uh, in between this time, or maybe it's before she meets with Olaf, she calls Bo. Hey, Bo. Hey, you, my brother, Bo. I could have figured out that they were brother and sister. No. Well, actually, no, well, I couldn't no, have. I, wish, yeah. I needed them to tell me yeah, they yeah. were brother and sister. But uh, Bo calls, or Ingrid calls Bo to say, you're supposed to pick me up for lunch. Right. Then we get, a, we get a cutaway That's to... Right. Bo, who is with Sam, who is our uh, savior he, he, from yes. the first scene. Yeah, and he saved them, and he turned them into thieves. <laughs> and I don't know why Sam can't go to America. I don't know why they're all in Turkey to begin with. We, were never, we never they learned why. Enough, they, they can't get enough money to well, get out. It sounds like they want to go back to Parmistan. Like, I don't know why they like they escaped barely with their lives. Their parents died so they could escape. And they're like, we can make money so we can go back to that shithole country. Uh, oh, oh, really? Maybe, maybe Ginty is so like, cocky because he's so cocky in this fucking he's movie. He's so fucking that He cocky. thinks he can win the game. That's probably it. He's like, I can win the game. Dude, that is exactly what's happening here. Yeah. That is exactly. So, Bo is like, hey, Sam, did you pack me the lunch? And he's got a nice picnic set up, some charcuterie board shit going on in there. He got some nice cheeses, some nice meats, a couple olives, a bottle of wine, and a pistol. Yeah, so he's in on it too. This is the heist is happening as we speak. So yeah, so, so he's the he's the wheel man. Yeah, Sam, I got it. Or Bo, I got it all here for you. And of course, be careful. And he's like, I'm not the one who has to be careful there. That's Ingrid's shop. She's got to go through security, which we've already learned she went through security. Right. So she doesn't have to go through security. So yeah. So he's like, so oh, I was like, I got you. Forgot your purse. Wink. Oh. He hands her the purse with the diamonds, and she's like, "Thank you." Wink. God. And I, then the audio visual sync up in this movie is fucking. Well, yeah. God-awful. I mean, I, I got to guess this was an Italian movie, so everything was dubbed later. Uh, I think it was French, actually. It may probably ten countries are probably involved with this. Movie. No, I'm pretty sure it was like li- like straight up French. If you see oh. the original title of, of it, I'm pretty sure that's French. Okay. So, all right, so. Uh, Bo Bo picks her up up in his Jeep. Going on this nice dinner, lunch date. Picnic basket. Picnic basket, as Yogi Bear would say. And apparently they they figure out that they stole the dimes. I don't know, but somebody's coming after them. I don't know if they work for the mining company or there's other thieves. There's a lot of other thieves around here. There is. And so we have we get the slowest car chase you've ever seen. Both Jeeps going through like some sand dunes and shit. And Ingrid's trying, she's like can't you drive straight? He's like, hey, what do you want from me? Yeah. And she's <laughs> shooting at him. And then they stop the car. And then they have we get to see Bo 
let loose. Yeah, I mean, he looks over his shoulder. Or, or, or are you talking about after they already got stopped by the uh, other thieves? I don't even remember what happened. Because they, they start to drive off, and things are going terribly. It, it, they see the diamonds. You know, is like, the, are the people chasing them with Barbosa and Sophia? They are. Oh, okay. I thought they were... They worked at the mining company. No. That makes sense. So that's like how Barbosa. There's another like diamond thief group, Barbosa and Sophia. Sophia, Sophia. this Italian woman, runs it. Yeah. And they're like, basically their thing is they follow our heroes, yes. our gang, and just rob them at, after they do their, their that's job. That's all. That's their whole job is they're like, you get the diamonds out so easily, so we're just going to rob you after you easily rob them. Right. So they capture them, and of course, Griff, where do you go when you want to do some really sneaky, low-down, dirty shit? Well, Murray, I'm, I mean, we're talking Istanbul. Istanbul. Uh, so I'm guessing they don't have too many spark factories around, because that was American <laughs> 80s. But there is definitely docks. Docks everywhere you go. God damn it! I'm going to move to fucking Nebraska so I don't have to deal with docks. <laughs> Because we're surrounded by docks, we're in like we got lakes all around our fucking it's right. state. In, in Nebraska, all you got is corn yeah. and huskers. And Hell. so uh, they they bring them onto the boat. They're Barbosa, captured, tied up. Sophia, yeah. And Sophia's like, "Got some out of you? You seen Richie?" Mm. And it's just perfect Italian. Mm. And she's like, it's "I want to work Steven with Segal you." Jealous. We're going to take half of your money, and you're going to do all the work. Capiche? You're going to go in. You're going to steal the diamonds, and you're going to bring them to and us. cocky as fuck, Ginty. I don't know why, because he's a fucking pencil and a geek. But he's oh. like, oh, yeah? Well, you make me. And yeah. he's like, we're going to we're gonna hold your sister hostage, and you're going to do what we say. Capiche? And, and if you don't, then Barbarossa's going to be a little rough with her. She's going to get in that tush, you know? <laughs> She's gonna get up in that, you know, all that good stuff that you see, you're looking at it a lot. He's like, he's like, yeah, don't I know it? That, that sets Ginty off. Because I want to point out, we've uh, the cat's out of the bag. No, incest no. is a big feature of this movie. <laughs> it's a huge feature, and they don't hide it at all. It's, there's nothing. There's nothing like we're reading into. It's in no, your fucking no, face. It, it is the whole time when they're like trying to like be strong together. Ginty is getting a strong grip on his sister, let's say. So these guys, they're, they've they've been through everything. So they're like, okay, yeah. we get you. We, we get the drift. They get split up. Yeah, they Bar- take, yeah, they take, Barbarossa uh, takes uh, Ingrid downstairs where he is unbuttoning her. Yeah, and our man Ginty's like, all right, I'll go talk to my, bo- my boss Sam and we'll work out this deal. Yeah. So he's just like... <laughs> getting walked out and then he just busts out these ninja moves and takes out everybody yeah he's going down the layers of the houseboat here and he's taking out everybody this is like our third movie in the row where somebody takes out a houseboat it is (laughs) it is this is not it doesn't have the coke room though it's not that fancy because we're talking about istanbul not america so um he he looks in that window and he sees Barbosa starting to unbutton his sister. He's kind of like rubbing his crotch as he's he, watching. He it. does wait a long time. He waits for at least one and a half nipple to get out, and then he's finally like, "Well, she rescues herself because she headbutts Barbosa." You're right. So he was just into it. She saved herself. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, what, he shit. even he like, bu- he, no, he even busted in the yeah. room." Is like. 
Oh, jeez. He's oh, busting the room. He's like zipping he was, his pants up. He, like, was doing a, he was doing a Rodney Dangerfield bit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, yo. And she's like, what took you so long? I was enjoying the show. <laughs> I think he even, did he really, really say that? He did. He, he yeah. did. He absolutely oh, did. fucking Ginty. And so Ingrid is just like, did you get the diamonds? No. So they head back up to uh, Captain Chambers where the boat driving uh, wheel I must, is. I think it's called the helm. Helm. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he sees passed out Sophia, and Ginty gets... Well, he knocks out Sophia. Or, yeah, or, he, he knocked, him, he knocked her out I earlier. Think, wow, he actually beats a woman up. Wow. Oh, no, it's actually this scene that they oh. uh, take Sophia and they take uh, some other henchmen out. Okay. So they take them out together. Uh, okay. Ingrid takes out Sophia. Okay. Woman on woman, man on man. That's nice. But, yeah, so then uh, uh, a boat gets in there, and he... It, and when I say he gets in there, he gets in there. Ingrid is like, slow down. That is fucking creep, <laughs> by the way. like, And she fucks her brother, okay? That's how creepy yeah. this was. So, and he pops back up with a diamond. He's like, look, sis, I was just trying to have a little bit of fun. And the bag of diamonds is in his teeth. That's how he got him oh, out. Oh, my God. And he's like, and away we go. So they jump off the boat. The and henches are everywhere. No, come on. Mur- we're out of the pan. We're into the fire. We're on the docks we're, we're, now. We're into the white fire? We're into the. We're out of the pan and into the white <laughs> fire. We're on the fucking docks. And we know outside of the hot no, dog salesman. Only garbage people are on docks. And a transaction between Steven Seagal and a puppy guy who threw a dog out a window. <laughs> Nothing good is happening here. So, of course... Eight people surround them. An army of Borats come out. Yes. Every man in this movie but, like, two have mustaches. And it was very confusing. They all look like Borat. I could have had and, work back then. And they're all, that's nice. <laughs> hey, I like your unbuttoned shirt. And so Ginty, okay, this is, remember, this is a movie. This is what happened in real life. But Ginty's just destroying this army of Borats. He's just left and right. Dude. Like, guy comes out with him a knife, he elbows him, steals the knife, stabs him. Another guy shrieks in the distance, he throws the knife into his chest. I got I got a picture and sent it to Murray, who's very... <laughs> I sent, like, 20 pictures to Murray yeah. that he's not happy he with me. He blitzkrieged me with Ginty, and it was I really nice. did. So I sent him this one picture of this guy who's dying, and you see the look on his face like, Robert Ginty killed me. Is this How? what my life's come to? How? Did this happen? And I, I think he actually pushed the knife in further so he would die. Yeah. He was so humiliated. And you, you hear Ginty finally call out to Ingrid, who's been fighting people with, like, a harpoon. She threw a harpoon yeah. to a man's it was, chest. It was one of those, I think, the, what they're used for is, like, the hook ropes. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly that. Everybody's using, boats. everyone has, like, those, like, big hooks you use to pick up crates and shit. Like, yeah. that you'd see on a dock. Yeah. And, but one thing you would not see normally is a guy cutting firewood. Because there's a man <laughs> cutting firewood with a chainsaw on the docks. Oh my god! And Ginty, he's like, "Hey, use what you know. Use what you got." This is the first time I saw Ginty's uh, hard on go soft because he saw that chainsaw and he's like, "Oh boy, put that away." But he was still very excited because he needs some firepower, some white firepower. <laughs> <White> power! <laughs> so he starts up that chainsaw and a 
cutting he goes. You you haven't seen this much slashing since fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, a very underrated episode. <laughs> and he's killing people left it. and right, and they're having a hell of a time. Ingrid's throwing spears at people. There's some cool close-up of just, like, guts flying out. Of yeah, it was. It was shit. pretty, pretty uh, I gotta sickening. say, I liked it. I liked it. You like it. guts flying out? <laughs> no, when it's like this, this like, cheesy level of horror, I love it. Yeah, it was, like, straight out. They just went to, like, a... Like a like a slaughterhouse and got some guts. Yeah, and he was like, "Ugh." That uh, that I'm cool with. There's there's a lot of other shit I'm not. Cool and they're with. like, they say, take out the group, and they're like, "Hey, man, we need a bow. We got to get out of here." Yeah. So they find this little prostitute. He's in there with his like fucking tight white shorts. His balls are hanging out. Dicks hanging out the other side. And Giddy's in there grabbing a fistful of balls, and he's just like, "I got twenty bucks if you get me out of here." This guy's like, I got something else if you get me out of here. So, Ginty does a little work and gets out of there. Nice naked babe yeah, on the boat. Hot. Well, not sure. Her body was hot. Her face was kind of rough. But <laughs> yeah. you could tell because it was so blurry. I couldn't. Yeah. That's yeah, the one thing the laser disc got right was her face was clear. Yeah, it was crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, but kids were fucking amazing. <laughs> So they take off. They go back to our boy Sam. Oh. So Sam, we see Sam, and uh, he's like, he tells us what happened. He's like, look, Sophia and her grant, her gang, they want in. Yeah, yeah. A gang jumped us. It's Sophia. It's Barbosa. They want in. We see, and then uh, so like Sam's like, all right, I'll talk to my like. They got like a fence that they use to like sell their like diamonds. You yeah. Know? So the fence is there. And they're like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, can you look into this? You there's, know, there's definitely got to be a mole in our system here. And cause... the guy's like, I'll look into it. And then cut to random guy exploring a cave. Borat exploring a cave. Another Borat. <laughs> and he's not dressed. Like, again, we've been talking about dress for the job you want. This man is not dressed as somebody who would be exploring, spelunking, anything like that. He's dressed like a guy who just finished up a I nice crack deal. I thought he was just another miner. He's just another miner. He was supposed to be another miner, but he was dressed in a suit. Well, first of all, I didn't know diamond mines were like sandy because it's like they're just pushing sand with bulldozers. I also didn't think that they would clear out a full, beautiful, cavernous passageway with a centrifugal room around this pedestal with a giant, illuminating white diamond. Well, you mean white fire? White fire. White fire! Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was weird. The guys, a bulldozer just pushes, like, a, a little dirt away, and then they find this huge cavern, this Indiana Jones cavern. There's, like, booby traps and shit and spears flying. It's crazy. And the guy's <laughs> like, it. white fire. We learned that white fire is, like, this legend and he, he's just mesmerized, but it hypnotizes you. And he just has to have it, and he grabs it, and he's like, no! Ah! Yeah, it singes the fuck because out of his hand. It's, it's white fire. It's white fire. So naturally what he does is he realizes whose property he's on. Right. Olaf's. So he goes to Olaf's office underground behind the chain link fence in East Bay Labs, Ray's, Rab's, <laughs> uh, further Goes down quarter. into the sub-basement yeah. where all the sci-fi shit's hidden. And so you get this buzz into Olaf. Olaf, uh, there's a man here. He's a weird man. Kind of uh, sketchy. He's wearing a weird suit. Looks like he just made a crack deal. He says he found something. He keeps mumbling about white fire. Like, white fire! White fire! So apparently everybody in Istanbul knows about no, White Fire. Istanbul? 
and he's just like, all right, Ingrid, get Ingrid. She needs to know about this. War- get Ingrid out to my car, warm it up, bring this man in here quickly. So they meet up with the man, and he shows him. He takes him to the, un- the newly discovered cavern, and he's just like, yes, it is the white fire of legend. And then he's like, hmm, yeah, hey, hey, what's that over there? And the guy goes, what? And then he gets a pickaxe to the back. Olaf just murders this fucking guy. I didn't think Mer- Olaf had it. He's old. He's stringy. He looks like Stan Lee in his last few years there. I, like, I thought but maybe- he didn't have a Oddly enough, didn't have a mustache like Stan Lee it's does. It's a good point. It's like the, the, the worst I thought he could do, not to say this isn't terrible, but the worst I thought he could do is grope Ingrid. And yet alone, he's killing a man. Yes. And she's like kind of like, what the fuck did you just do? We can't let anybody know. Don't tell anybody. This is a white fire diamond. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, we need to get, we need to call your man, Sam. We're going to have to do a heist and get rid of this thing. Or get rid of it. We're going to steal it. And she's like, oh, we can do that. So we get a nice cut over to, I got to tell you, I forgot this scene. Murray made sure <laughs> this is bold italics, I mean, I, head, like head front, head font, like level five. I made sure because it's in a, I want to warn people because we get a scene of peck jelly wrestling. We see these two swarthy Borat looking men slathered in peck jelly. And this is abuse of peck jelly because peck jelly at, it, it's a body enhancer grip. Yes. It's not used for wrestling. Because what happens is, I mean, we do we we sell it by the barrel like crude oil. Yes, but we don't <laughs> want you to overuse it because what can happen is, I guarantee you, Paul from Undefeatable overused Peck Joe. Yes, because it makes I you got, go insane. You it, don't, gets, it gets to your head. Yeah, so do not do this at home. These were trained professionals. These like Absolutely. they look like they were like in their fifties. These old. God, like, like they look like 1970s wrestlers, Dusty Rhodes, if you will, and they're slathered in pectoral, and there's wrestling, and that's it. There's, there's nothing pertinent about this. this we really movie. spent more time talking about <laughs> but what's happening is Ingrid is just passing by. This is her hangout in Istanbul. All the local, all the payphones are at the Peck Jelly wrestling. Well, no, places. it's like it's like a little uh, cafe slash, slash Peck Jelly uh, wrestling Peck arena. Jelly wrestling. <laughs> so she's going there to get herself a nice cup of coffee and watch some peck jelly wrestling get a biscotti yeah yeah i i've never seen anybody sell biscotti anywhere i thought just uh, i thought uh all coffee shops sold them doesn't uh starbucks sell them i've not not even in america i've seen biscotti being sold like they'll have like little treats but never biscotti have i I seen I might just be an idiot. Yeah, so. it could be. And she gets on the phone because remember this is before cell phones. She got to talk to the payphone. Calls you actually up. have to remember phone numbers. Yes, <laughs> she did. And then, <laughs> God, I just wanted to say how fucking annoyed I am with everything about Robert Ginty and his performance. He's totally like method acting because he's on like he's on a boat for some reason. He's like, what? I can't hear you. What are you talking about? Like, why do you need to do this? Like, just Can you get... hear the engine in the back? I'm on a boat. It's like all you, all we don't need this from the scene. All we need is, hey, they found white fire. Great, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, as if Bo would know. <laughs> yeah, but he's just going on. He's the obviously ad libbing and doing adding nothing to the scene, but annoying me. So I think they have like a beautiful little beach walk together. And yeah, because she's about... like, dude. 
We can make shit ton of money this off this. This is everything. This is everything we ever wanted. We can get this. We can sell. No, they're not on the beach. They're walking up like a mountainside, a little like hilly area. There's a lot of beautiful scenery in this. Morning. There is. This is one of the we, worst. Though, you see honestly. all of this, Tambul. And yeah. he's just like, no, it's too dangerous. We're not going to do it. Yeah, they're like, it's super guarded. You know why? Because he's worried once they, she's like financially set, she's not going to need him anymore. Yeah, and so in he, Istanbul, all she has is him. Right. And she's going to keep fucking him. But anywhere else, she's going to find a great guy. Right. And so he's like, shit, you've seen the studs in Parmistan? I can't have that. Because he, he realizes he's a loser. So now that we know that she wants it, Bo's a little concerned about it, we get to some other people who really want this that This is where fire. shit gets confusing. I don't know what Olaf's motivations are. He switches back and forth through the entire movie. So for, for, as, of, as of right now, he's working with Ingrid and Bo to get Whitefire. At the same time, he contacts Sophia and her crew. For real. Because who told them about the diamonds <laughs> before? This is a good point where, like, the informant would be a good thing. But the only people who know about Whitefire are Olaf. He killed a man, so he wouldn't tell yeah, anybody exactly. that he tells everybody. Exactly. There, there was three people. Now there's two. It's <laughs> Olaf and it's Ingrid. So Olaf is the informant? <laughs> I guess. He must be the mole. Because I, I never found out. I never figured out what the mole was. I guess he's the mole. He's got to be the mole. There's no other reason. I don't know why. He has a perfect setup with and Ingrid. and He loves Ingrid. Yeah. Like, he loves her. So, yeah, but he sets up with Sophie. He's like, look, look. Look, <laughs> there's a white fire here. I like this voice. That, that was his voice in the movie. I know. I like and it. And he's like, hey, uh, white fire. And he's like, white fire? What is the white fire? <laughs> and he's like, is that kind of, some kind of STD you got? And he's like, no. I mean, I did get that in Vietnam, but this is a diamond. It's the biggest diamond in the world. It's two million carats. And he's like, that's a lot of carrots. <laughs> and she's like, well, let's work together. Well, first, got to kill Ingrid. Who else knows about this? Ingrid, kill the bitch. <laughs> Do other people know? Two people know about it. Me and Ingrid. you got to kill that bitch. Kill the American. So, cut to, this is my favorite part of the movie. It's every, if you've seen it, it's everyone's favorite part. <laughs> we get Ingrid skinny dip. Because after an, a, a hot day of heisting, you got to cool off with some skinny dipping. And she's doing, you know, she's doing whatever. It's a little weird because it's like her family's pool in her yeah. family's well, backyard. Well, dude, dude, this is, this is like your little, well, I guess Turkey's kind of Asia and Europe. Kind of mixed. They're like more sophisticated than we are. They're not sure. like uptight like we so are. So the whole family's outside uh, barbecuing some lamb, watching her do some laps in the pool naked. And they're loving it. But, you know, dinner's done, so they're heading up to the house. Yeah, so we Sam and his wife and 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 Bo and Dusty, the, the boxer dog, they're up there. Of course, fucking goddamn Bo has to put his two cents in everything. This shit tastes good. Needs a little more salt. Yeah. And then he's like, get the fuck out of here with that salt shit. And then as soon as Bo leaves, he tastes it. You know, it really does need some salt. <laughs> The glee, the glee on Sam's face. Sam looks like the skipper from Gilligan's Island. He does. I, you know what? I love his outrage and then his. He's like, like skipper. He's like, dup, 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 dup. Gilligan, get out of here! And I he hits fucking Dindy with the hat, and then Dindy scurries off. I kind of. He's like, it. you go tell Ingrid food's ready. 
He's like, you better believe I will. Oh, my God. So Ingrid gets it. Look, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I, I hope you don't. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to. Def- <laughs> I'm not not defend incest, but defend Ginty. Fucking Ingrid's body's fucking killer. She's got a fucking banging body. Okay, yeah. And so she's like, and they're showing it off for all to see because first yeah. she takes, you know, they got a little shower thing, get the chlorine off. So she's taking a shower. Yes. And then she puts on the towel, drops it, puts the towel back on. Well, she doesn't even have a towel. She's oh, just yeah, showering she's, without yeah. it. We see her do like a 360. Ginty's standing Doesn't there. Doesn't beat knee bends. Oh, my God. Ginty is standing there. He's relaxing all of his fear. He's bending his knees perfectly. Rubbing He's his crotch very, again. <laughs> very and, erect penis. And, <laughs> and, Straight method. And I, we also want to point out, for some reason, we don't know why, there's a lot of this nonsensical zooms in on Ginty's face. Like, it just <laughs> zooms in. And you just see the look of ecstasy on his face, He's looking so into at. I mean, it. the body's killer, but still, it's his sister. It's if you're going straight method, you probably shouldn't be this into your sister, <laughs> right? And this is where I think he totally ad libbed and just went off script because he's just like, you know, your body's beautiful. No, no, I like no man can deserve a body like that. Hey, and she's like, oh, cut it out. Hand me that. Hand me that towel. And he goes to hand it, and then whips it out of her hand. And she's like, and you notice she's totally, and we get, we're getting full frontal here, guys. We, she, oh all, she's totally just covering her tits. Like, totally, yeah. you can see everything from the waist down. Dude, she wasn't even covering both of them. She was covering one, <laughs> and, and she, she had an <laughs> other on her hip. It was like, what is this? So they're they're both into it. They're it, both well, sickos. They're, they're, they're so into it. It's like dinner's hot. You're hotter. <laughs> and then he's just like staring at her, and then he's like, eh, just kidding, and then hands her a towel. Finally, I, I this is a theory I came up with right before the show. I think Skipper Sam upstairs and his wife. I'm using hair quotations. Yeah, that's his sister. And I think they grew up in this creepy kind of world where it was okay for sisters. Because I know incest is frowned upon up on Parmesan. You get thrown into the village of the crazies if you do incest in Parmesan. Yes. Okay, so I think they encouraged it and it got out of hand. So I mean, they they went into this family when they were maybe six and seven. And they yeah. were raised to believe that incest was cool. Right. So the two of them started... They're like, like the Ozarks of Istanbul. Yeah. No, no. They're hill folk. Um, I want to say in the circumstances, I kind of get it. At the same time, they're too well-educated. They're fucking creeps. No, they're creepy. I'm not... Yeah, I know. I'm saying, I'm just, like, I kind of get yeah. what you're going at here, but no, they're creeps. They're too smart. They're diamond thieves, <laughs> for fuck's sakes. <laughs> they're grifting people left and right. They're, they're, yeah, they're grifting people, all right. That's right. And so she's like, you know what? I'm going to go back in and yeah, swim some more. I'm going to come right <laughs> up as soon as... Uh, I got to get my 30 laps in. I only did 15. Yeah, as soon as Bo gets up the stairs, she rips that towel back off. We stare at her <laughs> naked, beautiful body again. And then she jip, <laughs> j- jips right back, jumps right back into the pool, does a couple more laps. But- so uh, Bo goes back up there. Beautiful meal that Sam made, and he just slathers ketchup on everything. What? What is it with the ketchup? Even Sam was just like, "No, oh, the ketchup, the ketchup with the kids nowadays. You they come in here with the one percent and the two percent of the ketchup." It's a nice Bernie Sanders. Impression that was. There. He <laughs> uh, so. 
he doesn't want to, he doesn't want people drowning his food. You remember that cartoon from a kid? Don't drown your food. No, I don't. I, I must have been my era, but yeah, there was like they would do these like on Saturday mornings these little yeah. PSAs. Yeah. And it'd be like one was don't. I'm like, who gives a fuck? As long as the kids are eating vegetables, who cares if they put cheese on it or some shit? They're eating vegetables still. Yeah, I'm but saying, that was the whole gist of it. He was saying, don't drown your food. And like I, I used to meet people who would say like the vegetables are a vehicle for, for the good thing, and it's like I mean you're getting the good thing in there. Yeah, just put some sugar on top I, of that broccoli. I, I like right now I'm in a, a phase where I eat very very little meat because for all my life I ate meat and cheese. <laughs> yeah, you're like balancing <laughs> it out. So now I'm trying to go the other way. All right. And so while that's going on, we hear the grumbling. Like, I mean, dude, fuck! If I lived next to these people, I'd be checking Ingrid out, skinny dipping too. So we think it's just uh, more oh. creeps just hanging up, but it's nah. it's fucking Sophia's gang. Oh my god! So she gets out. She hears some shit. Puts the towel on, drops it, puts it back up, drops it again. It, she drops it nine times. He's not even kidding. Butterfingers. That's why Bo handles the diamonds, because she's just dropping shit all the Oh, way. I thought that's why there was all the Butterfinger wrappers in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, it's a good product placement. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so she's g- going up the steps, getting, getting her, her meal. Dusty the the boxer like he hears something he's like is she naked out there so he goes like even <laughs> what, Dusty even a dog's in the way dog's creeping out God damn it Istanbul Tur- uh, you know what Erdogan your country's worthless Trump should bomb it and he probably will <laughs> and probably. Uh, so Dusty's like I gotta get in on that shit rough he fucking runs out that door and everyone's like oh my god where's Dusty going and while that's happening. Ingrid's getting accosted by Sophia's gang, and they're yeah. all groping her and shit. And she's holding her own. She's like kicking. She's got a. To- this is she the only is. time she had kept the towel on when she's it, in the middle of a you fist know what? fight. You're exactly right. The only time <laughs> the towel stayed up, covering all of our parts, was <laughs> when, when she's she was like fighting. kicking and chopping. And guy whips out a gun. Sophia's, that's hey, somebody you. I don't want her dead. As soon as she says that, a guy whips out a blow dart. Hits Sophia, I'm not Sophia, hits Ingrid, dead smack in the forehead with a fucking poisonous dart, kills her. She just collapses. And she's like, what's the matter you? I wanted her alive. He's like, I heard you wrong. So they leave. They take off. And uh, it's like an hour or two later. I don't know why they wanted her alive. They, first, she said she told all she wanted him dead Damn. because she knew. About I white think fire. they want to know where the white fire was. Oh, okay. That would well, make no, sense. Olaf does. Well, yeah, but still, if they were trying to undercut Olaf, I don't know. This movie's so confusing. But, but again, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm trying to cut us a new path here. If they wanted to undercut Olaf and get straight to the white fire, well, well, she you knows know, where you, it's at. You can't trust Italians. They exactly. Do that. But instead, you know, they leave uh, Ingrid there to die. They bitch, bitch, run away. We're we're looking in on Sam and uh, Bo and uh, his Luke wife. And... They're they're fucking enjoying uh, Star Wars Five. They're watching <laughs> on laser disc on laser disc, and finally, like Bo gets up to get some ice cream, and, and uh, he's just like, "Hey, where's that dumb dog at?" And Sam's wife's like, "Yeah, where is Dusty?" Wife at? slash sister, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll, I'll go look for." I'm gonna him. go look for Dusty. And then she sees this. This was probably the only death that bothered me. The dog's dead. He's the dog nice, is he's got, dead. I think they probably really killed the dog because oh, he had, he, don't he had say, a big slash on his, loud. his stomach. Oh, and he's great acting. If not, and, I hope it was acting. And uh, it was. It's Istanbul. We don't know. Shit's Dude, I can't than. stand that we have police dogs. I can't stand that they possibly killed the dog <sighs> oh. in this movie. 
Never watch a cannibal movie. So, um, yeah, she's like, oh, Dusty, no! And then the fucking creeps come out again, and they just stab the shit out of... I don't even know what her name was. What? She gets killed. She got killed? Yes. I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, she gets killed. And I guess Bo hears her screaming, and he's like, that's Ingrid wanting me to come fuck her. That's finally what gets them outside. Yeah. You are kidding me. No. Oh, my God. And so they rush out, and he, uh, Bo, he, he like so steps on sister, wife, whatever the fuck she was, because he sees this beautiful naked body laying out there <laughs> naked and dead. She looks comatose. That's my target. And he just steps on the woman's face to get to Ingrid, yeah. and he grabs Ingrid. He goes, no! Oh Almost blood-curdling no you've ever heard. Almost as bad as the no griff gave me when I said we're doing this movie. Uh. And he just holds her, and then we get this nice, he just stares off into space, and we get this like double image. We see them running from the beginning of the movie as children. That's the worst thing. He is nozzling his face in her dead breasts. He's motorboating a dead he's body. He's motorboating And he's like, she's body. still kind of warm. I, 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 would it be weird? Like, and then he's, the, like, I, he's like, I've already fucked my sister. Is it weird yeah. to go even further and fuck yeah. a corpse of my sister? The director just, you're you're going to see the shit <laughs> gears turning in his head. He's like... It's not even just Robert Kinsey's acting. It's the director also like, <laughs> here's his motivation. He sees his dead sister. He thinks about when they were children and they thought about... Maybe they were really incestual since the beginning. I don't know. Maybe they were forced to and that's what the family's Maybe trying to Sam leave. Maybe Sam... And uh, his wife, who we'll call uh, uh, Crystal, maybe <laughs> Sam and Crystal were into incest, weren't into incest, and then these two kids came in their life, and they're like, hey, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> maybe Sam and Crystal are brother and sister. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many questions about this movie, <laughs> and not any answers. And we're not going to give you the answers, because we're moving on. So, cut to a bar. Ginty. I mean, first there was a cliffside crying scene. Sam tries to consult him. He's throwing rocks off. Sam, don't even talk to me right now. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I'm going to drink myself to death. Then we go to the bar. Okay, so he goes to a bar, and he's he's killing. He's drinking thimbleful of whiskey. <laughs> it is literally an eyedrop of whiskey. It's so infuriating because he's supposed to. Be, he's like slowly killing himself with alcohol. I know you are uh, don't agree with me on this character, but he is the Joe Para level of alcoholics, where he is. Dabbing a glass with alcohol. He's like, give me the bottle. Yeah. And then you think he's just going to take a big swig, and he's like, no, he's like, dip, 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 dip. It is three drips. And the guy's like, I don't even feel nice. I don't feel like I can even charge you for this. You're they, barely drinking. They cut to the bartender who has this look like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> that is that is a they great really, actor. I know. They really did cut to the bartender for no reason. He's had a blank look on his face. And yeah. Just like, but no, even his expression said it all. It was like, I don't even know uh, charges guy. Uh, like he probably was a real bartender. Was, this might have been a candid scene. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I doubt they had any permits or anything. Exactly. And then we see another this hot, almost Ingrid esque blonde. Oh my god! We get like the shot kind of zooms out because we're just like. And I zooming. don't know if it was because the picture was so blurry. <laughs> but the first time I watched this, I thought it was Ingrid. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I mean, there's very many reasons for that. <laughs> But yeah. it's like zooming out from his uh, hand holding the glass, and you see him sipping away. And then finally this 
beautiful young lady with a hot body and tits pouring out of Wearing her. Wearing a, <laughs> a jumpsuit. And uh yeah, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, you're right. It, it's like, is that is that is that Ingrid? Is he seeing things? Are we in some kind of comatose yeah, like some kind of fantasy state? world? Yeah. And this woman this is where the acting comes in. For some reason fell madly in love with this sloppy, ugly, drunk guy. And he's just like he's like, Hi hey, do you, you do you uh you think you're gonna need a lift home? Yeah! I really want to give you a lift home. I saw the way you take a thimble full at a time, and I gotta tell you, I, I think I think you need to eat something. Wink, and he's like, "Who made you?" And she's like, "Yeah, I totally get what you're saying, but I I want to take you home." So as she's saying that, Ginty finally. Looks away from his thimble full of whiskey and sees that there's this other Borat-looking fucker. He's right up in her hair, Joe biting it. He's like, like, I like your vagine. He's doing all the Borat moves. He's shoving nostrils full of her hair into his nose. (laughs) And uh, she's like, ew, creep, and fucking... Our man Bo is ready. Joe Bo is ready. He's like, back off! And he's like, I fuck are you American? And then he's like, oh yeah, I killed the guy with a chainsaw the other day. I can take you on. Pushes the guy. Bar fight just breaks out, man. We get the banjo music. Ding, 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 playing in the background. I didn't even think that was an Istanbul thing. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Whenever there's a bar fight, banjo music starts I love playing. It. And, and a little bit of white fire. White fire! And so, uh... So hell, hell breaks loose. She grabs fucking uh, Bo, takes him to her car, takes him home to Sam. I don't know. I, he mumbled something about their the address because I remember they actually put that in there. Because you're like, how the fuck did she know? She's like, yeah. He mumbled, you know, this this address because Sam's there. He's like, oh, he does this all the time when his sister's dead. So we've been kind of alluding to the fact this movie is a creep factory. Yeah. Murray, we're about to step it into fucking hyperdrive. Well. Bo is still, he's just coming too. Sam's like, hey, did, did you notice that she. Yeah, uh, did you mention that they're back at the home? They're back, yeah, they're back at Sam's place. Back at Sam's place. Uh, <laughs> Bo's being treated in bed. Uh, uh, I, what's her name? Olga. Olga. That's too close to Olaf. Olga. It is, is but. That's Olga's what it is. got a nice bowl. She's like dabbing water on his face, you know. And Sam comes into the room, and he's like, He's like us. He's like us. He takes a double take, and he's like, Ingrid? I mean, who are you? Yeah, and then it's like, bitch, take a walk. Go make us some tea. Go get some aspirin. Yeah. And then he's immediately, gears are turning. He's he's fucking entranced by the white fire. Everybody, once you hear about white fire, you got to have it. So he's just like, I know, I know Ingrid's dead, but we could still do this heist. She looks almost exactly like Ingrid. And he's like, oh, no, we're not going to do it. I love Ingrid. Ah. <laughs> Ingrid comes back. Or Olga. He goes, hey, how'd you like to make 50 grand? Oh, and she's like, who, who do I, whose dick do I got to suck first? I and, wish you were making that up. No, she, she did say that. I and wish you were making that up. he's like, no, 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 no. I'm impotent and he's a whiskey dick. But... We could use you on a diamond heist. And she's like, I'm in. I just met you guys, and I'm ready to do some fucking major larceny. Well, dude, that's the state of Istanbul. <laughs> Lawless. Anything go? Like, they're stealing diamonds to get out of the country. She's sucking dick to get out of the country. 
So we learn that he's like, all right, you look kind of like Ingrid. Tits a little small. But we can work on that. Yeah. Ass is a little flat. Tits are a little small. We can make it work. But first, we need some, we need some training. Yeah. So we're gonna do it. We get a nice, by nice I mean God irritating God training montage. We it's l- beyond irritating. We're you, not talking about a child here. We're talking about a grown woman. Who? Well, I was. I'm assuming she doesn't know how to drive manual. I'm, You're it, going a little too far. <laughs> because we? this is the first scene where you get that fucking goddamn oh. Robert Kinty <laughs> in like a jean vest, <laughs> some kind of weird shirt tucked into white trousers, and then a pink thing, pink, a pink scarf on his neck. Yeah, and I gotta imagine that Martin Cove, John Steele from Steel Justice. Kind of, he, there's no way he'd ever watch this movie, but he, maybe he was flicking through the channels one day. He saw so the scene, just the and, that scene, and he's like, "I can make that look work." And he, we get the great scene <laughs> he from Justice, where he has he's shirtless with a fucking pink sweater tied around his Very neck. Very appropriate. He looked fucking yeah. amazing. Ginty looks like a fucking piece of shit. It doesn't help that again, like I explained earlier, every scene in this movie they wiped some kind peck jelly, <laughs> uh, whatever moisture they rubbed over this lens to make this scene look horrible because i have a picture of it i'll probably post it it looks fucking god awful it looks like some kind of bigfoot type picture because it's blurry as well, fuck. fucking ginty looks like bigfoot and yeah he's teaching a russian first for some reason they never use russian at all in this movie but may just in case because ingrid was fluent in russian because yeah. apparently russia and, and parmistan are border each other so they know russian well it's istanbul for sure yeah and no, I'm just saying where they came from. So, I, I no, yeah. I, I mean I know what you mean. So he's like, she's like, you know, he expects her to learn Russian in like a day. Yeah, and she's like, I fucking can't do it. You know, and she tries to confide in him. She's telling him like, I have all these dreams about you and Ingrid, and I gotta tell you, it's like. I see her as this shiny beacon of a Mother Teresa, Princess Diana character in the clouds. Yeah, she's all frustrated. She's like, I'm not a fucking saint like the great Ingrid. And he just slaps the taste out of her mouth. It is intense. (laughs) Like, they use so many sound effects for punches. They clean (laughs) shot this slap. I'm glad you brought that up. I love the old Shaw Brother kung fu movie sound effects they use. They're like the most obnoxious fucking. They are. And yes, it's like, this slap. It had like an echo on it, and they showed it from three different angles. Yeah. And she, he's like, "Don't you ever say you're hotter than my sister? My sister's the hottest woman in the world. I would bang her every day of the week. You, but, but you, never. with your flat ass and your barely tits, <laughs> I would have surgery done on you in a heartbeat." And she, I'm, terrible. Thankfully, she sees the error of her ways, and she's like, "You know what? I apologize. You're right." I'm a piece of shit. I'm willing to get f- fucking plastic <laughs> surgery to make myself look like your sister for 50 fucking grand. That's it. You're going to have a diamond that's 2 million carats. I'm only going to take 50 grand of that. I don't even get an equal cut. And you're right. I'm a piece of shit. I deserve that. Smack me again. And he does. And then they just walk off. So we get the next day when they're on a boat riding to fucking Epstein Island because it's a w- island of women. Oh, we, we get the training montage. We want to put that in. So she learns how to drive a car. Oh, you get the training montage? Yes, on? we do. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Get the we get and of course when you have any I can't believe she did this as an ugly woman too. Yeah, well, that's even more impressive. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, she got got to do something to earn her keep. So I didn't know women with flat asses could do. By the way, like she never drives a car at all in this movie either. She never talks Russian. She never. I don't think she even shoots a gun. Did she shoot a gun? She nope. 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 And so, but she, we see her shooting Coca Cola bottles with a gun. He's teaching yep. her. He's teaching her all the tricks of the trade of the diamond heisting world. And of course, you're going to immediately fall in love with Ginty. I mean, if, oh you, if you're being paid to act, you are because he's fucking horrible. It, it's as uh, nauseous as a Super Bowl ad. About we get a little like meet cute shit where she's like got some scuba flippers on. She's walking like a oh my penguin. god! Don't even bring that <laughs> up. I hate that scene so yeah, much. It was really annoying. It's fucking nauseating. Montage. We usually love our montages here. We could do without this montage. Okay, can we go to her yeah. getting surgery now? Yes, to selling out her soul for fifty thousand dollars and the and the love of Robert Ginty. That's even it, worse. It's absolutely what it is this is not a quid pro quo because he did not explicitly say i will not love you if you don't get facial surgery to look like my sister what's important well it's also important for the heist because she's gonna play the role of ingrid yeah because she needs they need to fool olaf apparently maybe olaf speaks russian with her like maybe she was teaching olaf russian like in their lunch breaks and they needed that that makes sense i don't know but so she's having, but she's having some trepidation, second thoughts, because she's gonna change the way she looks for fifty grand forever. So she's like, guys, I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, he's like, trust me, this woman is the best. What? I don't know. I don't know. A remember. woman doctor. She I, actually says that. We're not making yeah. that one up. She's like, a woman doctor is gonna work on me. I mean, Sam is just like, Bo, can you slap some sense into this woman? So. You know, Bo gives her a fresh one, and she's like, you're right. A woman doctor is not a thing to be afraid of. And so they arrive. You said Epstein. I say Lesbo Island because said, there's, because there's no there's no men on this island. This is sure. like this is the same. This is the island Wonder Woman grew up on because okay. it's like it's like some mystical Greek island. I still think it's Epstein. And island. why? What does it have to do with Epstein? There's no men on the island. It's all. It's it, anything. It's the opposite of uh, Epstein because no men are allowed. What are you talking about? Epstein's number one person right now that everyone's investigating is a woman. So what? He had a woman as a. No concierge. men are allowed on this island. But he had a woman. This is con- per- He had a woman. Concierge. What does that have to do with anything? What do you mean? It, what is that? As a woman was helping shape so a woman into what? a sex circle. This, but this island was not about that. This island was a a, a safe haven for women. Was it? They were yes. getting facial surgery. So what? They weren't. No one was forcing them to. They were getting. They were, what? Who was forcing? <laughs> there was a very clear cut quid pro. We're going <laughs> to the Senate with this one, buddy. <laughs> I'm thinking this is a Mitch McConnell. So we stop. This is Amazon Island where Wonder Woman grew up. And if you watch Laserdisc and you stop it at the one hour. 10 minute and 53 seconds you can see gail Godot, gal Godot, the wonder woman gal, in the yeah. background oh, so wow. it's like this it's this she not only is this woman a great plastic she she uses magic of the gods to do her plastic surgery it, it's true i mean Olga, she has an like, army of just beautiful women in togas it's beautiful it really is a wonderful shot olga even flips a coin into the wishing well and says like i hope i have great facial surgery and it look exactly like ingrid and that Bo fucks me like he fucks Ingrid. And so they take her to this room, and there's like a star, it's like a Star Trek kind of glowing kind of table. Put her on there, and then we just cut away. We assume she's getting her plastic surgery. While that's going on, what's happening in the back? 
Oh, this is where. By at this point, me and Griff are about to turn the. Fo- we're an hour into the movie. We're about to yeah. turn it off. We're like, we are ginted out. This is it's too this much. Is the, this is the brilliance of this director. He probably thought the same thing. No, for so sure. So he's just like, how can I bring people back? Fred Williamson. Fred fucking Williamson. Somebody get me Fred Williamson's agent. Fred Williamson finally shows up in a thankless role. I still don't know what the real purpose of his role was. He's playing a character named Noah. So they're going back to a set we've seen earlier. This is the bar that uh, Bo was picked up in. Yeah. And uh, Noah's there to get some information because he's heard about some kind of American who wants to get out of here. Well, he's looking for Oga. Oga, oh, was it Olga? Yes. Olga betrayed him somehow. We okay. don't say why. And we also learned he's partners with Olaf. I didn't pick this up till like later, but yes, it's very confusing. Because I didn't know who Olaf was until I saw Chris Snow. So I was like, that guy's name was Olaf? He is working with Olaf. They do something shady. I don't know what it is, but Olga fucked them over. And Olga actually mentions it when they were on the boat ride to Lesbo Island. I didn't, it, it didn't make sense to me, but she said Olaf. So I think she was like married to him or some weird thing was going on. Anyway, you don't need to know this because it has nothing to do with the plot. But he we know he's looking for Olga. And they tell I think they tell him, yeah, we saw him with that American guy. Huh. And he's like, huh, interesting. Cut to Olaf. And you said this was uh, this is where you made the mistake. You said it was Fred, but it's not. I don't know who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was the guy that's the fence for Sam. He's the mole. Remember in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is in Olaf's office, and they're talking oh, with like a scientist. Yeah, the three of them are doing right. a powwow, and they're talking about the legend of White Fire. And we learn that the White Fire Diamond is, and this is just some bullshit pseudoscience they made up for the movie that. If a, a, some kind of like minerals are at certain levels in the earth, like like fucking crust or whatever, you're getting more, into some geometry. I don't give a fuck more, about more. Well, no, we have to explain this because the radiation. Radi- <sighs> so that's why the guys are getting burnt when they touch the white fire. That's okay. why it's called the white fire. And we learn that the fucking ancient Aztecs, whoever the fuck lived in fucking, I'm Istanbul, still gonna put the goddamn thing in my mouth. <laughs> while you do that, you're gonna burn your fucking tongue off. And so we learned there's this. That's why they call it the white fire because it'll burn you with the radiation. And so uh, apparently the, we get Noah going to the island. I don't remember going to a precursory trip to the island. He doesn't. You're way ahead of us. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No. Well, like you because the reason is you keep putting fucking Epstein in everywhere when it doesn't make any sense. That's why he goes to another. He goes to a whorehouse, not. A bar. Oh, you're right. I did. You see, <laughs> right? You did this loudly instead of doing it quietly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does go to a weird bar. Yeah. Griff has Epstein on the brain, so it's all in our notes. Well, but come no. on, man. Epstein's out there. No. This makes more sense. Yes, Epstein <laughs> would have a whorehouse. So they go. He goes to a whorehouse, and he's like, <laughs> I loved how it was like. He goes. He tells his man because apparently Oga's a whore. Because that's where he needs, he goes to to look for her. He's like, it's true. Wherever okay. this so, scene makes more sense, right? Now. Yeah. So the madam's like, he's like, enchanté, mademoiselle. Well, to Fre- the madam. Fred Williamson does not hold back like uh, 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 um, pleasantries. No, he's very business. And he's like, 
I'm gonna have my men search for that ogre bitch. And she's like, look, look for her. She's not here. So I love the scene where the guy, the guy just walks in and somebody fucking. He's like, hey, want to join? Come I know. on. I know. Let's let's fucking Siamese trap this bitch. And they fucking destroy the whorehouse. You're like, you're right. He's not here. While that's going on, the Iron Sheik shows up. <laughs> I loved him. And he's like, I'm going to break up. Fuck, fuck you in the ass and make you humble, Noah. Apparently, there's some fucking friction between the Iron Sheik and Noah that we don't know about. And Noah's like, oh, Iron Sheik, my friend, how are you? Pulls out a cigar, lights it up. And then he does this fucking sweet-ass move. He, like, tosses, like, the cigar at the guy. The guy goes, ah! And then he grabs the gun, puts the gun to fucking Iron Sheik's neck. Perfect distraction. And he's like, we're out of here. So they just take off. So we cut to... I, most of fucking... Fred Williamson is just here to be cool because none of his scenes are at all necessary, really. I, I, I know. Like, what are these scenes? Because we're going to another one that adds up to nothing. Yes. Because now we're going to Sophia and Barbosa, and they're interrogating a guy. They grab a poor random guy. I don't know why he would know anything about White anything! Fire. Anything! <laughs> anything! And... He's like, tell me about the wet fire. He's like, I don't fucking... Who the Dude, fuck are you? I, did you recognize the wood shop they were in? No. We already mentioned it before. It's the wood shop from Trick or Treat. Was, I did notice some fucking Sammy Kerr music playing in the there background. There was Sammy Kerr music. <laughs> music. Music. Playing in the background. Yeah. So they got this poor guy. He's right up there with the he, table saw. Yeah, he's just, he's just slicing some fucking salami with it. And he's like, hey, man, I work at a deli. What do you want? What do you want from me? And But I know what it is. It's because, you know how confused we are that everyone looked like Borat? They were confused. They thought he was somebody <laughs> else. And <laughs> so been. basically, they just put his dick in a jigsaw and slice his dick off. I love that one. how happy that one guy was when blood was hitting his face. He's like grinning like he's ear to ear. He's grinning ear to ear. And as that, we zoom in closer and closer and closer, that man just grinning with the blood splattering his face <laughs> and the just, little bits of... It's like fucking a blood and, money and, shot. And all the little bits of like bologna or whatever meat was hitting his face. We cut to Olaf just like grinning in a cave, which was equally as creepy because it's yeah. like, what is Olaf well, doing? He's got white fire fever. So he's hiding in the cave. <laughs> Wait, are you saying white fire or white power? White fire. Why is it Weinbauer fever? And it's like, also, the guy that, the fence that works for Sam, the mole, he's got a little, like, radiation detector, and he's, like, looking for white fire, too, because he got a hard-on from it here in that story. Yeah. And he, he finds it, and then he goes, you're not going to have the white fire. It belongs to me. And he grabs the guy by the back of the head and smashes his face into the he's white killed fire. another guy with white fire. And the guy, he's got white fire fever. And the guy's face just gets incinerated, like, down to a skull. Guys, I know we've been wondering what's happened to Bo's lover, Ingrid. Excuse me, Olga. Well, guess what? She is coming home. (laughs) So we don't have to confuse the name anymore. She is Ingrid Ingrid now. now. She is Ingrid. Yeah. And and, and while that's going on, Olaf meets with Sophia again. Like, I don't, like, why? But so... yeah, there he's gonna do. He's gonna do the move. I guess he heard the Ingrid's dead. Yeah, so he's like, we're doing it with Sophia. Yeah, so you're right, Sophia. Old old grid, old grid, coming back. Fuck. She immediately meets with Bo, caresses him, grabs that dick. It's like I am in. Am love I good with enough you. for you yet? Oh. He looks away. Maybe. 
I don't know. Yeah, he can't decide. He's so into it. He's like, He's like oh. but you're not related to me. It's weird. I, yeah, I and feel like that's like, really what was happening is he was writing about it or something. He was just like, she's not really my sister, but God damn, I love getting up in that. So they, <sighs> they just kiss, right? We just assume they fuck. Well, she tries to kiss him. He turns. She gets some cheek. What cheek? <laughs> No, Murray, okay. face cheek. Okay. Oh god. So then we then we get another like time filler scene. I don't know why this is in here. Fred Williamson we just got an innocent guy's dick cut off by a jigsaw. Fred Williamson is at the mine. He's at where White Fire is hidden. Yeah, why? He just grabs a random guy that's just doing his job. He lassos him off of like a bulldozer. Yeah. Does some kung fu shit on him, fucks this guy up. Hangs him over a cliff, like has him hanging by a belt. And the guy starts spilling some beans. I think it was about Bo yeah, or something. Yeah, he was like, the Americans. I don't like, because he's like, what, yeah, what is this white fire? And he's like, I don't know the Americans. He's blaming on Americans. Bo, we get, we, they're on a boat for some reason. Well, they got, they're, they're, just, they're just cruising. This is what you do in Istanbul, uh, is you just cruise on your boat. And you have Sam drive you. They're and getting ready for a party that they're going to have. They're going to throw a, a, a welcome back Ingrid party. Yeah, there there was a scene earlier when uh, Ingrogla, I forget what Old we're grid? calling. Olgrid came home and they were like walking in the desert and they're like, we're going to have a party where we're going to invite all of Ingrid's friends. And so well, they're all heading the, all to that party. All the thieves of Istanbul basically are going to be there. Yeah, really. Why is Ingrid <laughs> involved with so many shady people? That's fucked know. up. Maybe maybe they're just trying to say everyone in Turkey is a little shady. Yes. But not to make Bo seem like a very classy character, he is undressing his sister on the fucking edge of the boat. <laughs> yeah, they're outside. Sam masturbating on the inside of the boat. <laughs> he is I'm, eating I'm, popcorn I'm, and masturbating. At the I same wish time. you were kidding about this. <laughs> they are fucking five feet away from Sam, who is behind the master's wheel. And he is and, master wheeling himself. And like, I, I loved how like lackadaisical he's even doing it. He's just like bored. <laughs> like he's like, he's like, because she's got like a lace kind of front. He, he is really bored it. About and he's just kind, he's just honk, honk on her tit. And she's like, yes, yeah, he's finally gonna fuck me. He's gonna treat. He's gonna be, be like a sister finally. And then he just looks away. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like. No, you're oh you're not good enough. Was he doing that because he's like, how long is this surgery going to yeah. last? Or was he doing it because he's like, will it feel like my sister? Like, there's so know. many things. <laughs> Whatever. What, that that doctor might, she didn't get the tits right, apparently, because he's like, pushes it away like a, like a little kid that doesn't want to nurse. Right. Like a baby doesn't want to nurse. He's just you're like, right. As soon as he reveals those tits, he really starts to get like, Ginty about it, like, uh, 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 there's a trash trash uh, truck waiting for me in the Bronx. <laughs> so the cut to the party. The party, the party. All, everyone's, all the, the scum of the Istanbul is there. We get Sophia, Sophia her crew, Barbosa, Olaf's Olaf. there. Noah shows Noah up. Noah eventually shows up. So, uh, uh, Ingra, uh, Ulgrid, she there, like there, goes... Yeah, they're trying to fool everybody. Yeah, she goes off to like get some like punch or something, and Olaf comes up to her. Now all of a sudden, Olaf wants to work with her again. He's just like, she's like, "Look, I'm back. One week, we'll be ready to do that heist." And yeah. then he gets all like on his high horse. And don't you tell me what to do. 
I got to make sure that the guards are in the right position and everything. Yeah. Two weeks. God damn it. I'm the boss here. And she's <laughs> like, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever. Heads so, back to Bo. And they're like coupling over each other. Like, oh, my God, that was a close call. But Olaf thought I was Ingrid. Isn't it great? Shouldn't I suck your dick now? And just as she's about to, fucking Noah walks in. Got oh. a cigar. All eyes are on her. It's like, Two ladies with him. Oh, my and God. And he's just like gr- grabs fucking Olgrid's hand. Enchanté, mademoiselle. He's always busting out the front. Murray, my God. I'm just. The, the, the way know. you said that is the flashbacks of Fred Williamson. I thought Fred <laughs> Williamson walks into my kitchen. Yeah, that's, what I, that's how, how I roll. Hmm. And he, they start talking, and there's like a little cat and mouse game because Bo, the douche that he is, he's like, look, I'm going to goof on this guy. He doesn't know that you're Oga because yep. we all know he's looking for Oga because yep. Oga fucked him over. And and so he, if he's fooled. Noah's fooled. Yeah, uh, like Bo leans in hard because uh, – Olgrid tells him, "I used to work for this guy," and so Noah's or Poe is like, "I'll, I'll, I'll detract." Instead of saying like, "We'll get the fuck out of here," he's like, "Let's fuck with him." Yeah. Well, no, he try he tries to like really distract from it. So he's always like, "Noah, my good buddy," and Noah's just like, "Oh, sir, you have me at an advantage. I don't remember who you are." Sign your Colonel Sanders or some <laughs> shit. I'll well, say, I'll say, I, I don't know who you I are. I don't know why to tell you this, but this is how Fred Williamson talks <laughs> when he's surprised. As, as long as it's not Chicago accent. You got two accents now. Hey, look at this. I got two accents. So Fred is just like, sir, I don't know who you are. But your lady here is very... I wouldn't remember a Larry Bird-looking fool like you. He he says, I remember every face. And I don't remember a chump-ass Detroit Pistons (laughs) loser motherfucker chump Larry Bird-looking bitch like you. Why don't you go back down to the head house? (laughs) I do remember this beautiful... I remember every titty I see. And And I've seen those titties before. I remember this beautiful lady very well. This is your... This is Olga, and she works no, as Ingrid. the secretary. Ingrid. God yeah. damn it. I fucked it all well, up. I fucked well, it all up. Well, they're similar names. I hate those they're, names. They I hate every ugly name. Names. I hate every name. And, yeah, you don't, Ingrid's not a sexy woman name. <laughs> and so he's just kind of like, so, so he, because they could have just let it go, but Bo had to push it, so now his fucking senses are gone. He's like, there's something up with Yeah, no. But, exactly. Because of Bo, now Noah's like, you know what? I'm going to go not to Epstein Island. Thank you, Murray. <laughs> I'm going to go to Lesbian Facial Structure Island. Yeah, he's like, isn't there a lesbian that does plastic surgery? Let me check it out. <laughs> so he like he he has a picture. Oh, goes, have you seen this horror before? And she's like, I don't fucking know. I just, you know, I just fixed their faces. And then he's like, I'm going to kill one of your bitches. And she's like, all right, please, please. Please, you you disgusting man. And uh, he drops his fucking... I had to write it because I love it. He's like, another time we'll discuss your views on heterosexuality. Because <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> apparently he's not down with the gay people. I don't know. Oh. But And she's just like, yes, it is. She is fucking Ingrid. And he's like, I knew it. So uh, we're finally getting to the quote-unquote climax of the movie. Everyone's kind of starting to learn about um, the, like, 
big plan here. Right. Meeting up at the White Fire, what day it's going to be meeting up. Bo's crew's moving in to steal the diamond. Olaf's crew wants to make sure they don't get the diamond. Well, yeah, that all makes sense. What doesn't make sense is we have this little like parlay between Noah's gang and Bo's gang. I don't know why this scene took place. Yeah, it really made no sense. So they meet up like in a, at a farm, like at a barn. It was. It was like a drug deal was about to happen. <laughs> and Noah, he's like, I don't have any guns on me. I'm cool, baby. And then somebody gets spooked or something, shoots. Like, like a, a gunfight just blurs, blurs mm-hmm. out. And Noah, cat-like reflexes, he just takes off. He jumps on a train. He's jumping from car to car. So Ingrid's cool. got, I, in, Olgrid almost shoots him. Bo stops her. He's of like, course. He's like, let him go. He's too cool to die. Of course. Time filler, I'm guessing, because this scene served no purpose. <laughs> and they needed some more action or something. So, yes, you're right. The The heist was supposed to happen in two weeks. It's happening tomorrow. Because Olaf, Sophia, Barbosa, they learned that it's happening tomorrow. I don't know how they learned it. Maybe the mole. I don't fucking know. At this point, I don't care. They this is this is the great heist plan that that Bo's crew has. Bo and Sam are just going to walk into the diamond site. That's it. Almost like on Black Eagle when show when they walked on to the uh, boat site. Yep. They just walk on. They get in. This place has got like the tightest security yeah. of all time. But they walk in. Ingrid gets in because it's their job. Yeah. So they and then they just find the cave. No problem. They don't have any fucking tools to do anything with the <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi. This is the brilliant heist that they have. They get there and he's like, "Well, fuck. I guess we should have used Scott brought some tools so we can like take this thing off and not kill ourselves." They didn't even them. bring oven mitts. And they didn't even bring tin foil. Nothing. And then uh, there was the, there's this this is a little exposition scene. He's like, "Hey, look at all these mini diamonds that are like around the white fire." He picks some up and puts them in his pocket. Because, oh, I, oh yeah, that's come into play later I remember on. where this comes into right. play. So he's like, he's like, well, he, and he's like, yeah, these diamonds will go help to pay for those tools that we didn't bring. Fucking do this, even though you think there would be tools. It's a diamond mining site. There'd be tools you could use for sure. But they they don't care anymore. They they want to get the movie over with because they're sick of looking at Ginty's face. While that's going on, I guess Olaf finds up. He calls Sophia. Yeah, like, get over here to here. They had a day to plan this out. It took them. A day and a half to get crew on site, despite the fact that they are the power here. They have the money. It is Olaf's site, and still their <laughs> people are nine hours late to the fight. So they eventually show up. We get this fucking blame gun fight. It's ten minutes. It's as long as that fucking opening segment, and as boring. Noah, being the genius as he is, he just he's like looking at everything, just waiting for his moment to the yeah, strike. He's sitting there with his beautiful cigarette in the fucking distance, just like smoking with the sun behind him, just like, oh, these motherfucking honkies get to fight themselves out. I'm gonna be the victor of he's it. He's sitting oh. there working on his argument. I'll say, I'll say, he- he's, he's working on his views of heterosexuality. The, yeah, the debate. Yeah, the he's, he, you know what? She put something <laughs> in his brain there, at least. And uh, fucking uh, Bo is doing his best Alan Quatermain impression by throwing dynamite everywhere. Oh, he really was. Yeah, you're right. And people are all the bad guys are getting shot. We're looking at some tired ass, scrawny ass Ginty trying to be an action star. And then the the white diamond ex- white fire explodes. I don't. I I don't even remember this. It just explodes. I didn't. I don't know if movie. it was the di- I I didn't. I don't remember him throwing dynamite. It, I think it just explodes. So. 
in which that, actually that's what happened in New Zealand, people. That's what uh, there, there was a oh, white, that was that there was that was actually not a volcano. That was a mountain at one time. There's a it, white fire. There's a white fire in there. Blew it up. You know, uh, part of the reason I went there last year, well, not last year, Looking earlier. For white fire? You heard about early, the legend earlier this year. Is that you know my buddy still pissed at me because I was like, we're gonna go here. I hear there's white fire. We're gonna go here. There's here. There's white fire. We didn't find any white fire. You didn't look good enough. We found a couple Nazis. We didn't find any white fire. Yeah, well, the story for another day. Yeah. So yeah, white fire explodes. Nobody gets to the white fire. All the bad guys are dead. It's it's we're done. Sam, Bo, Anger, they're on Easy Street. They still have those diamonds that they they stole. Yes, because there was diamonds everywhere. Yeah. It was like Fruit Loops and a fucking box of Fruit Loops. Uh, and apparently, these are the kind of diamonds they can retire on too. Yeah. All the diamonds they've stolen before, no. I don't can get barely. Get I by. don't get this at all. This yeah. is, but I will say this is better than that movie Blood Diamond. I never saw it. Well, it's better. I'll tell you. Don't okay. see it because you saw this and you <laughs> yeah. hated this, so you'll hate that even more. Well, what did was there a chick with a little super tight body that was naked through? No, like, there is no chick. Then I don't want to see Blood Diamond. And so, just as they're about like the escape, Noah shows up, man. Fucking Noah! And he's like, hey, white people. <laughs> I know it's you, Olga, you bitch. You don't fucking fuck with Noah. And he's just, he's like, I'm taking that bitch with me. That, that bitch is going to earn all the money or whatever she did to me back. Yeah. And he's like, come on, man. Here, how, how about this? I'll give you some of these diamonds I found. And you can let me have a Olgrid. He's like, mm, well, that bitch ain't worth this much, so yeah, you can have her. I'll yeah. take these diamonds. Oh, he gets it. And but the what the one thing you guys to get the you lost your fucking Istanbul privileges. You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Fred Williamson runs Istanbul apparently. Well, fuck yeah. Did Olaf die? Maybe, maybe he does now. Because I thought he had a. He, yeah, I think yeah. Olaf died. Yeah, I don't even. I've lost interest by this time. For and sure. so he lets him go, and then like, <laughs> like all right, we did it. Sam's been with these guys for 20 years. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go this direction. You guys take off. I don't want to ruin your like, walking off into the sunset moment. Yeah. I'm just going to fend for myself because I'm sick of watching you guys fuck. It's disgusting. Well, he realized uh, they're going to go to Parmesan where they don't have any health insurance. And here he has health insurance. And he's got a heart problem. So Wow. Even Istanbul has health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nice. it's nice to have that. It's nice to have that. It'd be nice to live in a first world country where we could have that. Uh, yeah, America likes to plan, uh, pretend to be the best country in the world, but it's like we don't even have things like that. Well, so. We don't deserve it. Yeah. So, speaking of things we don't deserve. Bootstraps and all. Griff. Uh, there's, a, there's a Star Wars movie, I think, coming out next week. No, next, I couldn't tell you. Next week? I don't. Well, uh, we got something better. I saw Star Wars 5 uh, whenever that date was on my fridge. Yeah, that's good to know. And... What is also good to know, Griff, is that I can't go anywhere without hearing somebody tell me how much they want to fuck a baby Yoda. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. And I, uh, I'm i old-fashioned. I like to fuck women, human women. I thought you were going to say adult Yoda. Don't feel bad. No, hey, baby Yoda's 50, according to that movie, so it's okay. It's legit. Oh, okay. It's you can legit. fuck a baby Yoda legally, Better, but not morally. So I ain't into fucking baby Otis. I'd rather fuck a human woman. I think he's the last of his race, too, so I don't think you have to run into an incest problem like Robert Ginty. That's good to know. So who I'd like to fuck is star of her next movie, the sexy, sassy Caroline Monroe in Star Crash. Oh, fuck. Dude, I watched this movie last week. No, like Monday. Wow. 
Wow. One of the many Star Wars ripoffs that came out in the late 70s, but better. Because did fucking Star Wars have Marjo Gortner in it? Yeah, the Marjo Gortner. Cobra yeah. from our last, last movie. movie. Yeah. Did uh, Star Wars have the David fucking Hasselhoff in it? No. I didn't realize Hasselhoff. Ha- ha- Hasselhoff, he's the little, he's the little I'm prince. I'm getting mumbly mouth because he's of the prince that they're trying to rescue. It's got a Dune feel with the Star Wars mix to it. Cause- Dassel- Hasselhoff? Beautiful in this movie, so beautiful. I'm glad his dad slapped him because he would have been a tyrant. I know exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking when I was choking off to him. I was just like, "My God, I'm so glad someone slapped you." I so see that hand my advice face. is, fuck this Star Wars shit. Whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Listen to this episode. Watch Star Crash. Listen to this episode. Oh man, you're gonna love Eli. The robot, he's so wonderful. Fucking Joe Spinell, the sleazy fucking uh, lawyer from Vigilante, is the villain in this movie. Oh, my God, he is. You're it's right. It's a star-studded movie. It's, it's it's so good. And, like, every planet that uh, that Star Wars tried to bring up, they did better in this movie. They did better. Robots, yeah. they did better. They were sleazy. They were Western. They were sexy. They were great. So save your money. And listen to this podcast for free and get some Star <laughs> Crash in your life. So, Griff, it's fucking cold as fuck, and I need to keep my shit warm with some white fire. White fire.